So, I mean, by now, I think you guys should know I have no shame. And so I'm just really geared up to play every game that I can this year. You're listening to XP Hunter. Welcome back, Hunters. It's good to see you. I see most of you have been leveling up, gaining that XP like a pro. I'm super happy. Today, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be really chillax. Again, remember, you can find all of my previous episodes of the podcast. Remember, you can find all my past episodes of the podcast on Spotify, Google Play Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, CastBox, and many other purveyors of uh, podcasts. And so today we're going to be kind of chillaxed. We're kind of going to go over some fun stuff. Obviously, you know, this is not my obligatory list episode. We're not exactly there yet. But today we're going to talk about games to look out for in 2020. And we're also going to talk about the Let's Play series and, you know, one of my most anticipated Uh, We're going to talk about one of my most anticipated games of 2020. All right. So obviously uh, every year, you know, everyone talks about the most anticipated games of the year. Some of those games don't make it to launch. Most of them do. Uh, Some of them come out and they disappoint the hell out of all of us. But we're going to pretend like every game that has been announced to come out at any time in 2020 is not going to disappoint us and it's going to be fully finished at launch with no bugs. Every game has glitches but no bugs. I mean no game breaking breaking bugs like you accidentally picked up a crystal and the game freezes or you don't trigger a end fight that you need to get through the whole game. So we're just going to look at this in the best light possible because this is the beginning of the year guys and it's too soon to be disillusioned okay we're gonna keep our smiles on we're gonna keep hunting we're gonna keep gaining that xp so uh this is not the list episode just so you know so i still have that in the pocket for later (laughs) if you have suggestions on what my list episode should be this season you can always send me an email at xphunterlee at gmail.com or send me a message um through instagram or now now you can actually send me uh, a message uh, through the website xphunters.com. Oh my gosh, so exciting, right? So, so exciting. Oh, uh, you can also find uh, uh, episodes of XP Hunter IRL, which we're going to try and keep it to like a new one every two weeks. Might have to move that to a month depending on how heavy a workload I have. But I'm going to try and supply you guys with as much IRL content as I can because sometimes, you know, Seeing is believing. (laughs) So let's get to this list of the most anticipated games of 2020. So uh, this is in no particular order. It's just kind of in the order that's coming to my mind. And so the first one that comes to my mind is Persona 5 Royale. So, of course, uh, it's it's set to release on the PS4 on March 31st, 2020. So we'll see if that happens. It's a little bit in the future. Uh, but not too far in the future, guys. Remember, time is relative and it is what you make of it. So if you're not using your time or you're not engaged in, you know, completing some tasks or goals or work, then March seems like forever away. And if March seems like forever away, maybe you should pick up a hobby. <laughs> um, but uh, if you don't know, Persona is kind of a time honored uh, game. It's not one of my favorite games. It's it's interesting. Uh, it has lots of twists and turns. The characters are interesting, uh, but I just never really got into it. But it has a lot of installations of this game, like uh, Persona 5 Royale, uh, like a lot of games um, recently. 
they have like spinoff mobile uh, um, games that you can play and stuff like that. But the story of this is kind of a, uh, I'll read like a little blurb for you. The Phantom Thieves are coming back in full swing for another round of Persona goodness with what is kind of like an enhanced edition of Persona 5 with plenty of extra content. Royale introduces an entire new semester, a new area, new characters, and additional story arc. So there have been other installations and the whole kind of backstory on it is that in Persona, they're kind of like these kids. And this is a JRPG, which is a Japanese role-playing game, which is distinct from other role-playing games, just in how the story plot usually goes and the character development and stuff like that. And so uh, the whole idea is that these they're high school kids, which they always are, and uh, they kind of have these personas. I guess it like gives them superpowers. I'm explaining this poorly. You should Google it because I can never... It's like one of those games that you'd have to see it to like understand where I'm coming from. Uh, one of the next games that's super like when it was uh, when it was announced, everyone was kind of like, oh, my gosh, yes. Whoa. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And this has a lot of hype behind it, mostly because everyone's favorite nonplus actor is in it. Yeah, that's right, guys. That's right. Keanu Reeves is in this game. Oh, my gosh. Keanu Reeves. I don't know how he does it. It's kind of like he just lives his life. He lives his life. And then once in a while he comes in, you know, he messes everyone up with his like, I guess I don't want to call it his non face. It's kind of like blank face and somehow kills it. Somehow Keanu Reeves is a really great actor. I don't even know because, you know, what? I slam Kristen Stewart all the time for like poorly emphasizing her emotions on her face. And Keanu Reeves does the same thing. But Keanu Reeves is such a good actor. Oh, God, I love Keanu Reeves, right? And I'm sure that you've seen the memes of, like, him walking on the stage and someone's like, you're awesome. And he's like, you're awesome. And Keanu Reeves is a genuine person. I don't know. I like him so much. But he is uh, the character face and obviously uh, voice for one of the characters in Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which will be released on the PS4, the Xbox One, and PC on April 16th, 2020. So I think Cyberpunk has kind of been in the works for a while. Uh, it's being uh, developed by CD Project Red. Uh, and so when you see the project trailer, um, which you should never, ever believe the E3 trailer for a game because they're always lies. Uh, and not to say that they can't accomplish what they show you at, at E3 teasers, but that's like literally the best of the best. That is a pre-rendered a video of what they're hoping to accomplish. So don't ever take what you see from E3 as gospel because it's not because odds are they haven't even started building the code for anything in the game when they show you the E3 tra trailer. Um, so it's kind of a departure. This is the same uh, company apparently that I guess it, it so it takes place obviously in a very dense metropolis and uh, I've seen the trailer. I've seen uh, the beginning. And so it, I guess the story plot is kind of like you're, a cyberpunk and you're trying to steal something from someone and Keanu Reeves is like your bud and so he's going to help you like get out of trouble and get back at the guys who tried to kill you and obviously it's going to be super grungy uh, and dark and everything and uh, I guess a lot of Witcher fans are very very into it because they're like yes game developer yes dark and gritty and we love that um so what else 
So Half-Life. Half-Life is also one of those games that was just so ingrained in like the gaming community because A, it had a really great story and gameplay com- mechanics, which uh, really, really is, is, is lacking in games that are even coming out today. Uh, they're very lackluster and I, you know I mean I don't mind name dropping I mean we all know I even did a whole episode about the hot mess that was uh, man I can't remember the name now isn't that a mess um, and Bungie made it Anthem oh my goodness I, I just erased that whole memory from my mind Anthem we all know about the hot mess that was Anthem and that was a triple a game developed by Bioware and EA I mean they're pretty much the same company but uh, they were developed by AAA companies that had delivered games that are literally some of my favorite. Like Bioware developed Mass Effect 3, which is my second favorite video game of all time. Like they know what they're doing. But Anthem came out. It the There were so many bugs in how um, weapons were dropped and upgrading. It just was a poor execution. It was they made they literally made a poor man's uh, destiny and destiny is even a poor man's destiny. So that just goes to show you. Um, but also on this list, so Half-Life, sorry, Half-Life Alex. So uh, this is just a PC exclusive uh, at the moment. It could be on a console, but uh, I probably, mm, I doubt it. Um, but that's set to launch in March 2020. Um, so a lot of people, the way that the last game left off, so Half-Life 2 kind of left off on a cliffhanger. And so everyone's thinking, oh man, yeah, like that's going to be great. I can't wait till it comes out. Uh, and What's really sad is that happens a lot of times. Um, like a game, you know, is set to be a franchise, and then, um, they kind of let you down in in the end. Uh, so, uh, the original Half Life, well, Half Life Two came out in two thousand. Well, it came out in two parts. So the second part of Half Life Two came out in two thousand seven. 2007 that's right and now it's 2020 and they finally come out with a successor to that game which it I don't think it's story linear um but so uh Half-Life oh sorry Half-Life Alex is set between the events of Half-Life and Half-Life 2 you'll be playing as Alex Vance who just so happens to have the fate of humanity resting on her shoulders no pressure so that's interesting that like this game i think everyone was kind of hoping to see what was going to happen they wanted a game that told the story of what happened after half-life 2 but they're really getting a story for in the middle which i don't know if a lot of fans of the game uh are really kind of anticipating i know that they're anticipating the game because they enjoyed playing the other two games so much but do they need a game to tell the story in the middle from what i've heard from uh people i know who've played it um the story wasn't like airtight between the two games, but I think that there was enough context clue in the second game that they don't need a whole game to explain things that happened in the middle. But we'll see. We'll see. We're not going to judge. Remember, guys, everything is shiny and shiny and new, and we're going to take it that way. <clears throat> so uh, another game that's coming out. Actually, I'm going to skip this game because it's a remake, and we want to see some new installments. Um, also remember, uh, these are all going to probably be AAA game launches. Um, there are definitely a lot of smaller indie companies that deserve your attention and monetary support by purchasing their games. Even right now, I believe Steam is still doing a sale and they have lots of indie games on sale. Um, right now I'm just doing AAA games. 
uh, for this uh, list. Oop, no, this is not a list for this um, games to look out for. I'll definitely do another one on indie games to look out for. Uh, but right now we're just doing AAA games. So actually, you know, what? I'm going to go back. So there are two remakes that I think deserve a little bit of attention. Obviously, um, they are making a Resident Evil 3 remake, which I think deserves attention because Resident Evil, I think, what, are they on like Resident Evil 8 now? Resident Evil is is very quickly becoming the next Final Fantasy for horror um, because they have so many installments of the game. And I think when Resident Evil first came out, it was like the, not the first horror game to have a really scare people. But I remember being a kid. I think when the first Resident Evil came out, I was like 10 or 11 or something. And it scared me. Like my uncle and cousins would like sit up and play all night through. And I'd be like, oh, oh like, can, can I watch? And I'm like, no, you can't watch. You're going to be scared. And uh, even though like if you play it now, you're like, oh, this uh, stationary camera is killing me. Uh, and I think that's how it developed its horror, right? Because in most games, you can control the camera direction. Like, so if you wanted to, you could have your camera be facing you doing some kind of puzzle and be looking behind you to see if someone's coming. And Resident Evil did not play those games, <laughs> right? It's like either you try and focus on this puzzle and you might get attacked from behind because the camera's facing your back. So you can only see in front of you, you can't see behind you. And I think that's how it developed. It's it's your, your fear, the tension. You're like, oh God, am I going to die before I finish this puzzle? Am I going to lose? I didn't get to save. Oh my gosh. And I think that's why Resident Evil is such a good game. And so they're going to be re remaking one of their earlier games, uh, Resident Evil 3. I think, you know, I, I, the further away they got from the original, I think there are always, a, you know, something good about Resident Evil games, but oh god there are also some really bad things about the resident evil games um but resident evil 3 remake is going to be released on the pc ps4 xbox and xbox one on april 3rd 2020 uh so <clears throat> hmm. so uh resident evil 3 uh is going to be released on april 3rd 2020 and re will reunite us with um jill valentine and carlos Oliveira. Um, and the, uh, villain Nemesis. So Nemesis was kind of like one of the best baddies. Actually, I don't know where he falls on the list of, um, best, uh, villains or antagonists, uh, list. Cause there's always a list. Uh, but he is one of the best ones just because he was a person, he got infected with the virus and then he turned into his big halty, hulking machine, uh, that is not unbeatable, but as a boss, it, it's a little bit hard to fight him. And I think that's what people like about him. He's a challenge. Everyone likes a challenge. Um, and, you know, oh, exciting. So the next release, remake release, which, you know, has, you know, my heart and advice is uh, Final Fantasy VII. Yes, I can't even wait. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm going to be doing, uh, that's my Let's Play segment right now that you can see that you'll be able to see in the coming weeks on the YouTube and on the website is uh, going to be the original. I say original. It's going to be the ported version of the original Final Fantasy VII. So the original Final Fantasy VII came out in 1997 uh, and they re-released re it, um, ported to the PS4, I think last year the year before last 2017 and mind you they kind of said they were going to remake it digitally like hd something like 10 years ago so they've kind of fallen way 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 back uh so 
the Final Fantasy Seven uh, remake is going to be released on the PS4, but it's a timed exclusive, so that means maybe for like six months you'll only be able to play it on the PS4, and then later you'll be able to play it on other systems. And it comes out on March third, twenty twenty, which does not seem that far away to me because I'm so excited. I oh. Uh, I'm in the process of replaying the ported version. And the difference between the original PlayStation release of Final Fantasy VII and the ported version is that in the ported version, it has options to uh, speed up time up to three times normal speed, which allows you kind of to speed through the dialogue because odds are you played this game already before and so you know what the dialogue is. And so it dialogue takes up a lot of time. It also gives you the option to turn on your limit meter to reset itself every single time so you always have your limit break which is a function that allows you to use a very special move for all of you who haven't played final fantasy before and it's kind of cheating or not game breaking cheating but just it's just cheating because usually you have to fight for a certain amount of time to build up your limit meter in order to use your special move but this new addition to the porter version allows you to just keep using your special move over and over again which is cheating I think it's cheating. And then the other option is to turn off all random encounters. So in the game Final Fantasy, there is, there are towns and places like that, but there's also a large world map that you can walk around. And whenever you're on the world map, you are subject to a random encounter with animals and beasts. And so you can turn it off so that you don't, every time you take a step out of a town, you're not interact, you don't have to go into a fight, uh, which is actually kind of nice sometimes. I mean... If you've never played the game before, I think it's a bad idea because you really need to fight things in the beginning to get more and more XP, uh, and like here on the show, uh, so that you can level up and use better weapons and uh, use more materia and stuff like that. But I really like the ported version, and I played the old version, right? Like I played the old way, and I've also played the new one. And I like them both for obvious reasons. Like now I don't want to sit through dialogue. I also sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to kill this thing. I don't want to grind out. Like I know what happens in the game. I'm just kind of playing it for fun. Uh, and then sometimes it kind of felt like you'd be going from like one town, like you had to go from Midgard to like Calm or whatever. And you would fight 20 things before you got to Calm. And, and it's not even that far away. And so it would be really frustrating. But to be fair, the original Final Fantasy did have a function to uh, run away from a fight unless you were kind of um you had an enemy in front and in back of you but that very seldom happened but yes so the remake is coming out and uh the remake is not just a remake um very much like the resident evil 3 remake uh the developers of um of the game have realized that people don't just want to replay that same game with better quality graphics they want uh you know, we they want the story more fleshed out or with things added to it uh, to make it more interesting. And so uh, thank God Square Enix kind of like saw that writing on the wall. And so Final Fantasy is going to be released an episodic version. I mean, in an episodic manner uh, akin to how they ended up doing. Uh, uh, they're going to be releasing Final Fantasy VII, the remake, in an episodic manner more akin to what they did with Hitman. So instead of, which sadly uh, is has become the trend, instead of just shipping you, uh, shipping out their game as a contained game, you get this disc, you get the digital download, the game is on it, that's it. Um, they're going to be releasing it in sections. So, you know, on release day, you're going to get 
episode one, which could include Midgar, it could include Calm, and maybe going uh, to, man, Final Fantasy VII is a really long game. So I don't know how they're intending to break up the episodes, but it will be, you have this episode to play through, and then in two months, or in a month, the next episode becomes available. Um, with Hitman, they also have kind of an online thing going on, so you could play against other people. Like you could you could show your score versus their score. So they might include something like that, which uh, there might be parts in it, like stuff at like the Gold Saucer or stuff like that. That might be interesting to see how well other people did um, do playing the games or how much money they took away from it or stuff like that. Um, but I'm really excited. So we're playing a nostalgia. Let's play Final Fantasy VII ported version. And we're also going to be playing, obviously, like I, first of all, no one understand. I don't pre-order anything. Like, I think, what did I pre-order? I think I pre-ordered Anthem. And like, I complained. I didn't really pre-order it. I like pre-ordered it like the pre-order was still available like the day before the game launched. So I like pre-ordered it quote unquote but like I don't pre-order things because I don't like being disappointed so um I pre-order Final Fantasy 7 remake because I feel like man you have they have to be trying real hard to disappoint me and I'm of the opinion that Square Enix is not going to disappoint me right because everything is sunny and shiny and new this year guys hope that's what we have for this year hope so that's what uh I've been up to I'm super excited about the remake for Final Fantasy, just because, I mean, how could I not, right? Like, how could I not be excited? Uh, what else? What other games? Um, if you guys have games that you think that your fellow guild members should be on the lookout for, uh, let me know. Uh, or uh, check out the website. Um, but by the time this episode comes out, it should be up and running without any glitches or bugs or anything like that. But you can always let me know by sending me an email at xbhunterlee at gmail.com. And don't forget that now on XB Hunter, we are also kind of trying to highlight uh, musicians and music because those things are also important to creative media, including video games. Uh, so don't be shy to share your opinions with me if you'd like. Uh, if you want to let your other guild members know exactly what's great. Um, also... So the Switch. Okay, we're just going to diverge from games to look out for really quick. So the Switch is like the latest, greatest thing. And mind you, like when the PSP, yeah, the PSP came out. That's how old I am, guys. When the PSP came out, like I got one and I was like, oh, this is great. And then they came out with PlayStation Vita. And I just was like, I'll wait till I get home to play my video games. But apparently the Switch is like a phenomenon. Everyone loves it. Everyone wants it. Like I remember this past Christmas, a lot of people were like, there was like a special and they were, uh, they were substantially less than, uh, they had been before. And this is like, I guess the light version. So the, the little, uh, joysticks don't come apart from it. And then they sold out so fast. And I was like, wow. I mean, handheld games to me, I don't know. I never think they're as not as well developed, but I feel like because the the game system can only only has so much processing power, the games that are developed for it are never as good as the games that are, you know, ported for PS uh, for PS4s for consoles or for PC or anything like that. Um, but some of the games that are coming out for the Switch that I think a lot of people are going to be interested in are. 
um, Lego Wars, the Skywalker saga. So Lego games, I think they, they're like hit or miss, right? So like the Lord of the Rings Lego game was like super silly and kind of not worth playing. But I have heard that the other Lego games were interesting and, and fun. Uh, so, you know, maybe check that out. Uh, there are also games that, uh, so like analog games as video games have been a big thing. So there, there are games like Slay the Spire, which are card games that you play on the, the as a video game. So you're kind of, uh, you pick a hero or like a, not necromancer or like a witch or something like that. And so you're given cards and you have a certain amount of energy you can use and the cards do very special things. And so it's a very interesting dynamic that I think is fun. I've played it on a PC. I've played it on a PC. I have never played it on the Switch. Uh, I also think that the Switch screens, I mean, mobile game screens are just so tiny that I, I have to like hold it to my face. I mean, I do wear glasses, but I'm also like, it's just a really small screen. Uh, on the Switch, also The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. So they already have one game on the Switch, which I think was just a ported version from um, the console, but it was really popular. So they're making another one, and that one is set to come out. Uh, oh, there's no launch date like usual. Um, but I think it's set to come out in April this year. So if you are a Switch user, check it out. Uh, also, Metroid Prime 4, which uh, does not have a release date, but is anticipated to come out in 2020, you know, around some time. Um, so this is obviously a per first person game and um, it takes, you know, a lot of its cues from the original classic action series. And there's not that much information about it, but it is anticipated to come out this year. But if you ever played Metroid Prime, uh, it's a spacey, shooty action game. That's always a good time. Um, so those are some games I think you guys should look out for. Um, a lot of the games I play are, I have never played a PC exclusive game, mostly because I'm really, really attached to my PS4. I've been thinking about getting a PC. I keep saying this. It's kind of one of those things you procrastinate about forever, forever, forever. And then you finally do it and you're like, what did I wait for? But I'm still procrastinating at the moment about getting a PC uh, just because I'm not really a PC person. Like I got a Mac in 2008 and I have never looked back. Not once. I have never wanted to get a PC uh, since then, except for right now, because I want to play a lot of games that are like PC exclusive games because PCs have a lot of a lot more processing power. Well, you can get a PC with a lot more processing power with Macs. They're kind of like they come as they come. And there's there is a fine there is a definite limit on how fast your, P your Mac can run, which I think is really disappointing. But. I've been thinking about getting a PC because there are a lot of PC exclusive games that I want to play, including like Crusader Kings, <laughs> Crusader Kings 2 uh, and games like that. And while you, they do have Mac versions, I tried playing on a Mac, not my Mac, but I tried playing uh, the games on my Mac and I just didn't like how it looked or how it, it acted. It was a little bit slow. And so it's kind of obviously obvious to me now that I, I need to really get a, uh, I really need to get a PC. And I, I will look into that. Maybe I'll start a GoFundMe. All right, guys. Um, in the meantime, in between time, gain XP, level up, and be more. See you. Bye.